fucking Philadelphia, and it's it's. Uh... Excuse me. Yeah, let's let's uh, cut that part out there. Sorry. Um, it's the movie toasty show here for you. Dennis and Adam joke about orgasms and sweet movie reviews. We talk about TV too, right? I, I think so. Yeah. 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 Hey Toasties, welcome to episode 156 of Movie Toast News and Reviews. How are you doing, Adam? I am sick as a dick, Dennis. How Damn you it! Doing? Oh shit! Oh, I'm disappointed to hear that. I'm I'm doing all right though. Although I, I I'm not so pleased to report uh, I did I didn't quite do my homework this week for this for this week's episode. So I hope you don't mind doing a little heavy lifting and. Uh, Jesus, I hope you brought like 47 movies to review or something. I mean, I only brought seven, but I could bring 11 if you want. But oh, it's your call. Shit. Two of which aren't even out yet. So we're, we're playing ball with that. Get ready, folks. This is a two and a half hour long episode. Part one is yeah. only two and a half uh, hours long. No, Just nobody would listen to that. So oh, my no God. <laughs> Part seven rough. in our series of Adam's reviews for... <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of it. The Star Trek motion picture franchise. What else? So, has so like we're a... doing it a little different today. Yeah, I, yes. I guess we could. Yeah, like Star Trek. Um, normally, you know what I'm reviewing, but you don't all you don't fully know. You might know a few, but you might not no. know all. It's mysterious. So and, and I know what you're doing. And it's funny because it's a movie I wanted to watch, but I'm like, I got too many movies. So I'll wait till next week. And I said, Dennis, sure shit isn't going to be watching this one. So I don't got to worry about jokes on you. And then you did it. Yeah, it's the one movie I I did watch. (laughs) And I and I and I I have some friends that worked on said movie and I should be the one who watched it. And and I didn't. So shame on me. Shame on me. Well, I can tell uh, you what a shitty job all your friends did. Just kidding. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, oh boy. It's a joke. It's a joke. I, 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 I did hear it was a bit of a rough film to work on, so I'll, I'll leave it at that. Oh, man. But I okay. am excited to watch the movie. I am looking forward to it. As you uh, should be. As, yeah. And I'm very excited to share my review with you. Nice. And I think I think at least one of the movies I have you'll be intrigued to hear about. I don't okay. know. But, uh, Generally, but, you got uh, one or two like, I'm so mildly interested in. So I think so. <laughs> Usually. Uh, um, I will say uh it's fun uh, two weeks ago i went to uh to new jersey as in our secret toast talk i was talking about seeing a uh trilogy a triple feature of the clerks movies uh and and kevin yeah. smith was there and the guy that plays uh dante was there and uh it, it was fun got a little got a little news there uh which one one of the news they dropped uh that they're doing a cruise askew. Uh, Kevin Smith's having a cruise all based around his films and podcasts. That's coming up later next year. Uh, and uh, apparently oh. someone wants to, and in the Jane Silent Bob movies, uh, they're, they're making a, a movie of the comic book characters, Blunt Man and Chronic based on Jane Silent Bob. And uh, Jane Silent Bob's always trying to stop the productions from happening. But uh, apparently now a company wants to give him a decent uh, production budget to make his own Blunt Man and Chronic movies. And uh, that hasn't hit any of the, uh, any of the trades yet so that's a bit of an exclusive here if anybody gives a fuck about those oh, things oh nice yeah 
Yeah. Oh, damn. Okay. Take another crack at the uh, stri- striking backer. Striking yeah. back again. <laughs> oh, boy. Re- restriking. What a, what, a, what a sad. Well, yeah, it is what it is. Um, but, oh, man, what, what have you been up to? You've been working a lot, I, I assume, you know, Mr. Mr. Work. This is, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Mr. Work. I'm jealous of you. I'm jealous, man. Uh, I, I'm, I'm about a month and a half off of no work, and it's driving driving me crazy. Well, I, I had the uh, inverse for, for quite a bit. I've, I've now finally <laughs> had a month worth of work lined up in a row. Uh, um, it, it's been good. Uh, there's a just wrapped a little toy commercial action for a, a company I've worked for before. I'm not, as I'm saying this out loud, I'm not sure how much I'm supposed to be saying, but it's for a toy that already exists. Uh, Dino. Uh. Fine. It's a, it's an egg with dinosaur bones in it. it, it it's oh, a toy. Okay. Anyways, is it, um, is it a hot toy? Yeah, it's like I've, I've seen them in stores quite a bit. They're they're okay. they're pretty common. It's a part of the, right. the Zuru family. Um, Zuru. I don't even know what that is. A bunch of balloons. The uh, X shot, like the knockoff Nerf. I shouldn't say knockoff oh. Nerf. Nerf adjacent. No, no, you should. Home dart gun. Um, oh. The uh, anyways had a great time doing that. Been doing a lot of foam carving. There was a uh, a couple of feature films. A buddy of mine was getting some work from. I was helping him out with that. We've been doing a lot of like carving rocks and stuff. That I've just I've been getting really in the groove of foam carving, and I love doing that. So that's been a lot of fun. Where I just get to sit and have fun dicking around cutting up foam. Not really taking around. I mean, it's it's very specific, like what we're aiming for. But I could just do this for days at a time. I love it. Um, Not bad. It's yeah. It's good. And doing some more tomorrow. So we're, uh, sweet. Feature a couple of independent feature film things, passion projects people have been working on. That's what we've been. The other little side things that have been uh, adding up to, and it's it's been good. Nice. It's been a solid time. That's, that's yeah, pretty exciting. I, not, not, yeah, it's like I, I love that at least with jobs like these, I'm excited to show up to work every day, you know? It's a, <laughs> oh, yeah. Not just a paycheck. <laughs> nope. That's one yes, you don't they, mind doing. Get to, get to leave a little piece of yourself behind when you're when you're done with a gig. I, I like those. If only we made money off of this thing and didn't lose money. <laughs> oh, boy. We're, we're gaining... Uh, boy. No. Uh, hopefully more downloads and listeners to you folks that keep turning out for movie toast thank you yeah to get more fun banter like this head over to our no I wish we had a patreon <laughs> to our depressed guy and a guy cutting cardboard or not cardboard see I don't even know we just had the conversation <laughs> styrofoam wow I was fucking tell you you, uh, you can you can uh, check out the webcam and see I've been recording this in my chonies the entire time. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, boy. That's that's hey, I, it, it is on Patreon. Oh, yeah, that's the only fans page. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Movie well, toast. I guess we should, <laughs> we should probably get into it. Huh? What do you what do you what do you think? I, I, it sounds good. Uh, I think I'm ready for uh, our, our favorite starting segment here. Some polls.
All right. Up first, uh, it was the 2023 Oscars, and uh, one of the bigger, uh, one of the bigger, uh, who's gonna win it uh, situations was uh, actor in a leading role. And uh, there's a whole bunch of people, but I uh, put it out there to our toasties over at movie underscore toast on Twitter to see who they wanted to win out of the following four. Now, these are not everyone who was nominated, but uh, three and then, well, you'll see. So there was a uh, Brendan Frazier, Colin Farrell, Austin Butler, and another nominee. Those were the options I gave. Uh, there was a lot of love, a lot of votes, a lot of votes, Dennis. Uh, wh- who would you, I, who would you vote for? I, I, um <laughs> sadly enough i i because i didn't get to i did not watch watch most any of, of these movies, movies. isn't your things. wife like in the guild you get these screeners and stuff what what are you yeah, what are you wasting them shoes. they're great coasters it's very decorative oh you know, i'd the, kill oh. for them i go to them every movie and i'd kill to have screeners dennis I do. Son of a shelf on our bookshelf now that is like they're uh, it's neatly stacked at one point. Now they're just we're wedging them in because there's so many. There's probably got like a fucking hundred of them. Uh, damn. And you uh, you don't watch any of these movies with any of these fine folks, huh? You don't watch you don't um, watch the I'm, whale or 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 Elvis or uh, or the uh, Banshees of Inner. Ooh, that's that's a movie I watched that's not on the list. Uh, the Banshees of Inner. Oh, I don't fucking know how to pronounce it. Oh, so that could have been twelve movies. Yeah. I figured it's Elvis, though. I figured they're going for. Uh, I, uh, okay. Yeah. That's my guess is what they so out of out of all the votes we had a we had a we had a we had a rare really good amount of votes here zero percent for another nominee twenty two percent for Brendan Frazier thirty five percent for Colin Farrell and forty three percent for Austin Butler and Elvis so you got that one right kid kudos to you yeah. that's what the Toasties wanted they wanted they wanted the young hot Elvis before he was fat bloated Elvis see but this is what I think is funny oh what's that. The Brendan Frazier one, and he he wore fat prosthetics. But what was what's funny, Dennis? What's up? Well, I all I was gonna say was I when when that movie came out, all I remember people talking about is how weird it, when when Elvis came out. It was just like how weird it was. This is like the worst we've seen Tom Hanks in a while. It was like it it did not get oh, like no. it was not met very warmly yet once award season rolls around now uh-huh. everyone's singing the praises for elvis like they got to defend it i'm like mm-hmm. excuse me n- no i'm pretty sure yeah. we all kind of agreed this now, is weird <laughs> if if tom hanks if tom hanks were were uh, in the running i would be shocked because he was in some fat prosthetics and he had a voice a weird voice choice and his voice was changing every other yes. scene it felt like so that would be weird but our boy yeah. brendan frazier wanted so fuck everyone else fuck fuck the elvis movie dennis uh we recently just had our four-year anniversary of the release of captain marvel dennis and uh, as you know, this year we're getting the Marvels. And I wanted to know if people yes. were excited for the Marvels. Out of yes and no. No, I didn't even put a maybe on here. I just wanted to cut to the point if people gave a fuck about this movie. Fair enough. Because I, I feel like I don't know how I think people we're experiencing a little. Yeah. It's like I, th- I think I feel like uh, the fan base is getting a little um, ragged with the volume of so. things. So. 
I'm I, I'm kind of kind of gritting my teeth a little bit. Like I I still would like to check it out. I'm not by any means rushing out sure. to see it because there's so many goddamn movies now to go see. Oh yeah, <laughs> especially just 100%. to keep up with this one universe. So mm. I, I want to be excited, but. Okay. What about you? Uh, you know, uh, I, I'd say no, but then seeing uh, Miss Marvel, I want to know. I want to see a continuation of Camilla Khan. Some yeah, Maria absolutely. Rambo action. That was a I fantastic see more of her. show. And uh, Captain Marvel, she she did some stuff in uh, Endgame that was cool. I don't know. Yeah. Ten uh, percent say no, and staggeringly and surprisingly to me, ninety percent say yes. They're. Uh, they they are excited Damn, for all the right. Marvels. Yeah. Well, there you go. So I'm I'm happy about Let's that. Let's have it. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, you uh, on the last episode reviewed Sicario, Dave La Soledad. Uh, Santa got me wondering. I wanted to know who, uh, what the toastiest favorite Josh Brolin film was out of Dune, Avengers Endgame, No Country for Old Men, and The Goonies. Ooh. Uh, do, you, do you have any uh, favorite Ooh. here? Oh man. Uh... Uh, no Country for Old Men. I still love that movie. I'm, I'm, Although I'm Goonies is near and dear to my heart as well. But okay. I think as far as superior Brolin time, I'm I'm yeah, I'm sticking with No Country for Old Men. That's still God, a man, fucking I, masterpiece. I, I only saw it the once when it came on DVD and it still sticks in my head, man. I love that movie. I gotta I gotta see it again. Uh surprisingly, we are in the minority. That got zero percent, oh. Dennis. What Up in next, the 25? hell? Yeah, Toasties, get your shit together. Come on. 25% for Avengers Endgame. Another 25% for The Goonies. 50% for the remake of Dune. I didn't see this one. Did you? Really? Yes. I feel like you did? I did. Actually, um, went to a screening on the Warner Brothers lot that uh, Val was invited to. And it was in their uh, their sound screening theater. So it just... I mean, shook the bones in your rib cage. <laughs> like it was awesome with the, the, the bait, everything just fucking rattled you. Uh, that was an experience. It should be. Um, yes. And I kind of like, I, I, it kind of ruined <laughs> going to some movie theaters for me in some ways. Um, <laughs> and the fact that they didn't serve us food or snacks or anything. and have to fucking listen to any of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah that was great. But compared to all those other movies, I don't know. Right. That's a stretch. Like, hey, well, 50%, the Toasties don't lie, uh, Dennis. The Toasties are uh, one of a kind, these these fine folks. That they are. I, you I surprise me every day. <laughs> I, uh, on the last episode, reviewed Operation Fortune, uh, the, the new uh, movie starring Jason Statham. And I wanted to know who the Toasties or what the Toasties' favorite franchise of Jason Statham was out of Crank, The Transporter, The Expendables, and Fast and Furious. <laughs> oh man, Anything? this guy's just lived a life, hasn't he? Holy shit. <laughs> he really has. I'm just like, a lot of times it takes me a while trying to come up with two franchises for an actor, but he's like, ah, fuck it, I got a bunch. Right? And he's like spent the last 20 years looking the same age, doing yeah the same character, essentially. And uh, we all love him for it. It worked. Like, 100%. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember dude. really liking the first Transporter. I, 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 really I, I the, remember enjoying uh, that myself. Of that. And then um, they did two the more others, times. They're I think. fun. But 
Yeah, you lost me after the second one. When, whenever I think of the it Crank was... movies, I think of our, our mutual friend, Andrew Furtado, had a poster for yes. Crank 2. And the catchphrase or the, the slogan or whatever was, he was dead. And now he's uh, he get, alive. Then he got better. He, he, then he no, got better, he, yeah. He died, but he yeah. got better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, something fucking ridiculous. No, it's funny. Same guy, but mo- the thing I remembered was that promo shirt he had that was like highlighter yellow. With the crank oh, yeah. logo, like the high I was just voltage like, kind of thing, you saw it coming from a mile away because it was so bright. <laughs> it would like reflect off of white walls. It was so bright. Um, oh, shout out to you, Andrew Furtado. Hope you're listening. Of course you are. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, right. So uh, it's any of the you're going to go with transporter, Dennis? I guess we'll go with. Yeah. Yeah. If you're, all right. I won't be at the top, Oops. but I, that's what I would go with. All right, zero percent for Fast and Furious. Zero <laughs> percent. Oh, for The Expendables. Forty oh, well, percent for Crank, and sixty percent for the Transporter. Hey. The Toasties are on your side this time, Dennis. There we go. They're with you. You finally they get one you. right. It feels like magic. <laughs> There's no right or wrong answers here, folks. And if you want to take part in these polls, follow us on Twitter at movie underscore toast, where you can get so many fun and exciting polls to respond to, such as those fine polls. Dennis. Exciting. You ready for some. some... <laughs> uh, exciting. Like the I, I was just trying to add some enthusiasm. <laughs> I oh, God. Uh, you know what, sir? Yes, I am ready for some reviewage. I am excited to hear what you because I have no clue what the hell it is you're going to review. So, I I mean, yeah. if you follow let's, me let's... and pay attention to my 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 Instagram, you would, Dennis. Well, uh, I'm trying. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying not to cheat, but yes, I did see a few I things pretty, slip by. Son of a bitch! You bastard! <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go up first here with a new movie from the writers of A Quiet Place. Dennis, I'm talking about a movie called 65. There's something alien out there. Location unknown. Charter 373. This is Commander Mills. My ship was hit by an undocumented asteroid. Transporting 35 passengers. on a long-range exploratory mission. Send help. We've crash-landed on an uncharted celestial body. I don't know where we are. located one survivor. A child. The atmosphere is breathable. There's something alien out there.
to be quiet, quiet. and move. You and I are gonna get home. Home, family. Ready? This is a movie that, boy, oh, boy, is intriguing, Dennis. It's about oh. a guy played by Adam Driver who uh, is is going on a mission to transport people on, like, a 25-year-old mission through space going from one planet to to some other planet. And, of course, everyone's asleep on this, on this flight and cryogen, and he's, like, the pilot, and asteroids hit the the ship goes down on on what was planet earth 65 million years ago and uh he's the only survivor he thinks until he finds the pod of a little girl and he must find an escape pod to so him and this girl can get back to the to the wherever the fuck they came from in, in space and they only have a few hours because more meteoroids are coming to destroy the planet Earth, Dennis. So this is the end of the dinosaurs and the beginning of Adam Driver. Uh, <laughs> like oh, PG I can, movies, I can sense a tone. This movie was only an hour and 33 minutes. And it felt like a lot longer than that. Ouch. Ouch. Kylo did not fucking... Uh, Nah, feel um, since the force in this one, huh? No, no, and uh, and it's like there's an emotional thing here because uh, Adam Driver's a dad and his daughter's sick, and uh, he's only doing this mission so he can get money so he can uh, get an operation for. Her. And here he is stranded on a on a on a on a planet he doesn't know, using his futuristic weapons to attack some alien life forms. Uh, I don't, I don't know, man. Just, I knew this wasn't a movie for me, but I had to see it to believe it. And boy, did I see it. <laughs> 65, I'm going to give one slice of toast. A lot of people might have liked it. I don't know. I didn't hear much about it. It is a 5.7 out of 10 on the IMDb ratings. Uh, So apparently people liked it more than I did, but uh, I don't know. I didn't like Damn. it. Damn. Ouch. Ouch. Uh, so not, not even the the Turok like fucking trailer what was uh was not even close, huh? I mean maybe, maybe it was, but it just wasn't for me, I'll tell you that. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, Oof. I'm sorry. I'm sorry it's to lay too you bad. It's too bad. All yeah, right. that, that, so they, I thought watch. it looked kinda cool, but it kinda snuck up there. So I was just like, Oh, is there a reason why they're just yeah. kinda, they're trying to crap this one out real fast? Right, right. You know what I saw a couple of months ago? I reviewed uh, 80 for Brady, man. Old ladies doing old lady-like yes. things. Well, I got another movie starring <laughs> two of those ladies. I got a new movie starring Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda. All right, Dennis. This movie's called Moving On. A devoted wife and mother. A doting grandmother. Joyce was a wonderful woman. Joyce. 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 This is Claire, one of Joyce's oldest friends. They were at college together. Howard, I'm going to kill you. Now that she's gone, I'm going to do it this weekend. Evelyn, I need to talk to you. About what? 
I told him I was going to kill him. I could chat. It's been four and a half decades. Feels like it was yesterday. You were delusional. She told me you were cruel. So, what's the plan, Scarface? I'm going to buy a gun. It was cute. Very. Want to hold it? And I'm going to take it to the wake. How's the recoil? Recoil? I'm not going to lie, it has a little kick. Well, darn it, we tried. Do you have any poison? I have a cyanide pill in case I'm captured by the enemy. You can have it. I want you to tell the truth. I am shocked by your utter selfishness. You blame me for what happened in your own marriage. I think you were not built for happiness. <laughs> I'm in. You're in what? My other murder canceled this week, so I've got time. I've missed you. You had my number. Well, you had my number. So we're both lousy friends. Oh, Christ. Dad! Why, why are you carrying that knife? Oh, I was going to stab someone. <laughs> <laughs> Crab cakes? Who is it? It's Ralph. I slept with him last night. Do you have a condom? I don't want to get knocked up. <laughs> <laughs> So these two old ladies, they had a best friend who was married to uh, to a piece of shit played by Malcolm McDowell. And each of these ladies kind of had their issues with them. And on uh, on uh, on their friend's uh, funeral day, one of them decided she's going to she's going to tell Malcolm McDowell, I'm going to kill you now. Now that she's dead, I got nothing left. I'm going to get revenge. And we don't know what happened, but we know we're on her side. Uh, And then. Her other friends along for the ride. And, uh, you know, <laughs> damn, it's it's not a very good sounding movie, but it is, you know, old ladies doing things is funny, man. And uh, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> and uh, and uh, one of the ladies rekindles a relationship with her ex-husband uh, like 20 something years later, played by Shaft himself, Mr. Richard Roundtree. So that was nice scene. Oh, as a, shit. As a smooth Badass. guy. And like we we almost uh Almost get to see some old people sex, but they cut away, Dennis. They cut away. Oh, uh, disappointed. You know, uh, a little bit. Yeah. How could you not be? So, I mean, <laughs> that, that's the that's the simple premise here. And of course, these two ladies haven't seen each other in a while. So they're kind of reconnecting. And uh, you're wondering if they have what it really takes to kill someone. And uh, you'll just have Brutal. to catch the movie to find out, Dennis. Uh, I, I really uh, knew nothing about this movie until the day before I saw it. I'm like, moving on. What the hell is this? Ah, okay, these old ladies look cool. Oh, that guy's all right. Oh, Shaft's in it. All right, I'll check it out. <laughs> and uh, boy, I, I had fun watching it, man. Uh, I'm going to get moving on. I'm going to give it two slices of toast. It's uh, okay. it, it's a little okay. cheesy. It's fun. Uh, it's I want to say predictable, but it's not. I'm cr- I'm cranking it up, Dennis. I'm giving it two and a half slices of toast. Oh, okay. Yeah, fuck, okay. fuck that. It's scratch it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a fun, cute little movie. And uh if if you're into like little comedies, uh you like some old ladies, and it's interesting because I'm like, wow, these two ladies just had two movies this year. Didn't they recently uh just finish up their Netflix show together? These two must love working together. Yep. Uh, they, they've got that chemistry. Right. 
they and really do. Sells. People people want to see them it together again. Really Hell yeah. And uh, I, I want to see more from them. I, I'm, I'm very intrigued to see what else they got up their sleeves. Uh, oh, yeah. It's my, like, I feel like we've, we've got a lot more to come. Oh, I hope so. Until they die, I want a new movie every year at least. Get on it, old ladies. Get on it. Um, <laughs> mind, mind if I do one more before I let you jump in here with your review? Yeah, come on, man. All right, I got a new movie starring Willem Dafoe called Inside. I fear you, brother. I'm going to set you free. Help me! Get me out of here! Seven minutes. Stay focused. The art in here is worth millions. Proceed to step two. What's happening? Come in! Come in! It won't open! Sorry, man. You're on your own. Dennis so this movie uh, has Willem Dafoe he's breaking into a penthouse uh, to steal some uh, some high priced art and as he's uh, about to leave the alarm uh, goes off the whole place uh, goes down into lockdown mode Uh, he's trapped inside this house Uh, everything that can go wrong does go wrong there's like nothing there's really no food here really there's a little bit that he can scrape together you can't even control the 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 temperature at one point the heat's up to 104 degrees another couple of days later it's down to 43 degrees in this house he's losing his mind he's trying to find ways out it's just an interesting character study here because like you're rooting for this guy to get out but at the same time he's a criminal and it's like right you don't even know how long this movie goes on for because, like, there's a lot that it looks like the seasons change and you can see him losing his mind. What the hell? And at the same time, it's like, where the hell's the owner? They they do say he's on vacation somewhere, but it's like, 
why is he not home? Like all this time's going by. And it's interesting because you can see Willem Dafoe watching on the TV. Only thing that comes in is like security feet of the whole building. And like, oh, it's it's creepy. It's interesting. And like a mind. Okay. Yeah. And I I saw a trailer for this a while ago. And I am once I heard it finally was coming out. I'm like, oh, I got to see this. And it was worth every second. Like it's an hour and 45 minutes. and It feels a little longer than it, but it's what you want because you don't know where it's going next. Like he's given a powerhouse performance on his own. Pretty much the only actor in here. You you get a little little bits of like (laughs) people here and there. But for the majority of the film, it's only him. And oh, it is. It is something else. And like. I, there, there's moments where I'm like, oh, I would try this and that to get out of here. And then he's doing other shit that I'm like, I never would have thought of. And then like some of the stuff he does to stay alive is is quite interesting. And like uh, there's an audible gasp from the audience where like you see him because, of course, he can't even flush the toilet. There's there's nothing, no water, no. Well, there's some electricity, apparently, but he's shitting straight up in, in, in a tub and people are creeped out by that. Oh. And, uh, you know, that's my. my oh, right there. oh, oh, oh. And like, uh, it's it's a fantastic <laughs> movie. Uh, it, it's 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 Brutal, an Arnold's movie man. at its finest. Yeah. So if you like Willem Dafoe, if you like really fucked up kind of things like this, this movie's for you. Oh, it's yeah. like inside. I'm gonna give it three slices of toast. Oh, fun time Ooh. I had with this one. Yeah. Nice. Definitely, definitely worth well, checking out. Dude. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, no, I, I I just recently heard about this one myself too. My favorite morning radio station uh, that I, I like out here in LA. Their movie review guy was was his. It was interesting. He was not as big a fan, but he dug like the kind of the, the journey you went on. Yeah. But I what you taught like the way you're describing it that this is the kind of movie I. I I just cheese out over it. It totally sounds like the type of thing. I really, and I also, I love Willem Dafoe. The, the man's mm-hmm. fucking fantastic. He's, he's willing to do some kind of odd out there shit, but it's incredible what he delivers on screen. So I, man, no, I'm, I'm, I'm all jazzed to watch inside now. I think I finally get to put my one review in this episode. If you fucks don't mind. Uh, I, I am excited to share a new movie. This isn't, this isn't something 25 years old. Uh, as Adam mentioned earlier, uh, some folks of his that he worked with were also on this crew. I'm talking about the new Hulu release, Boston Strangler. The city is for some glamorous, stimulating, prosperous. Only recently has it become dangerous. I found something. Three women were strangled over the last two weeks. You're on the lifestyle desk. You're not covering a homicide. I think the murders are connected. Another woman was strangled. Just came over the wire. I'm killed in the follow-up. You don't have a story. How many women have to die before it's a story? They just confirmed number four. Police aren't talking. Never seen them this tight-lipped about anything. I don't care if it's one killer or four. We're going to catch whoever did this. You have Boston police, hands on the wall. We had him. We just let him walk away. Everything lines up with him. His history, the progression of the crimes, everything. You know how many people I've gone down the rabbit hole with? It's a dead end every time with this case. What do you think you're going to find out there? When is this going to stop, Loretta? I need you to call in a favor. Be quick. 
I don't want to get fired tonight. Any lawyer worth a dime would pick this apart. You really want to use this paper to tear down the police department? If anyone else was blowing it this badly, we'd have put it on the front page a long time ago. I need you to take down an address. If I don't call back in an hour, give it to the police. Loretta, there's more than one lunatic out there, and you're going to get us both killed. A safe little world is just delusion. Yes, this is based on the true story that of the well-known uh, murder spree that took place in 1960s Boston, Massachusetts. But we're focusing this story on two uh, journalists for uh, this newspaper in Boston. Uh, the characters are Loretta McLaughlin and Jean Cole that are played by Carrie Coon and Kira Knightley. Um, these two women who are heavily discriminated against purely because of the fact that they're women covering a murder story when it's like they're expected to write some shitty puff pieces and like the lifestyle section. And at one scene, Kieran at least reviewing a toaster, which I thought was hilarious. They assigned her to it. She's toasting toast in the movie. I'm like, look how fucking mad this is right now. Um, but, uh, She's she's noticed this collection because she uh, adds to this wall of like, this is all the stories that we missed that other newspapers got first. And she noticed a pattern across several stories where uh, several of these women were being murdered in the same manner that the police weren't even making aware to the public that there's this spree killer on the loose that is targeting women who live on their own and horrific horrific uh, gruesome scenes that are left behind and she's one of the first to start drawing attention to it uh, these two women are because uh, they're they've made they've made a ruckus at the newspaper like we got to tell a story they finally do it the, the police department gets pissed off at them uh because they're pointing out it's like hey you guys aren't being efficient enough this is really bad we are at least why aren't you warning the public you know they're getting the message out there uh we're starting to get attention from New York from uh, was it Great Falls, Michigan? Uh, several other police departments are like, "Hey, we're getting these murders too. That sound just like yours." And we start connecting the dots between all these other characters. And man, it is a fucking ride. Within the first twenty minutes, you're already getting so much like a good amount of information. It's moving at a solid pace, though. I never felt bogged down with too much detail, but you never sit in one place too long. And it for a two hour long movie, it moves fast and it never feels huh. like you're sitting down. It never falls asleep. It never slows down. It stays at the same steady pace. What you get at the beginning is the ride we're on all the way through until like maybe the last scene where it finally decides to let off the gas. Um, not that it's like this big heart pounding from scene to scene. It's just a good just above the speed limit pace the entire way through. Uh, as I was mentioning to Adam before we started recording, the cast was impressive. You get some Chris Cooper action, Rory Cochran, uh, David Destmalkian. I excuse my oh, he's fantastic. pronunciation. Yes, he is. Uh, Peter Garrity, uh, a lot of a lot of names and faces you may recognize. Um, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the performances of everyone here. Matt Ruskin did a great job writing and directing this movie. Uh, film was shot beautifully. And you know I'm a sucker for period piece uh, wardrobe and stuff like that. The sets looked awesome and really on point. The wardrobe was all on point. Hairstyles all 
looked like everything fit in the times. You had these big wide shots of Boston that you could tell they, uh, in post, they, you know, eliminated all of the modern buildings and stuff and took it back to 1964, 1963. Uh, it looked really solid. The cinematography, I love their soft focus and their lighting. Uh, they did a lot of rack focusing, a lot of just that single plane focus where everything is super soft. And it felt kind of like you were watching sort of a noir thriller in some scenes, just and how they they approached it. And it was very pleasing, like aesthetically all the way through. It added to the story. Like everything just felt right. Even the soundtrack. I love the the songs, the pop songs you were hearing. Um, There's an Ink Spot song in the middle uh, out there for you Fallout fans that will recognize that one right away. Um, it was just great all around. Uh, I'm going to give Boston Strangler three and a half slices. Go check it out on Hulu. Nice. Nice. I, that, that makes me so happy. Um, like, like the one thing I, I saw an article, apparently uh, the director is, is from out here and uh, he, he refused to let people if they weren't, like from Massachusetts or Boston, they could not do Boston accents. And I hate when they do that shit in films and you can tell people just have fake accents. So I really enjoy the fact that apparently. Yeah. I got to do it to that point. I was so impressed with Kieran Knightley. I could not believe like her. um, Just the fact that she could nail this American accent so fucking hard. I mean, I'm not from the East coast. I'm not from Boston. So I'm sure you can poke holes in it. But Tim, like to me, just, she didn't sound British for a fucking second. <laughs> I, 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 she sold me at least. Mm. I, she had gave such a great performance. I'm still a fan of hers. Um, mm. That's just me. But again, uh, I don't, I don't have that background though. True. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, I'm happy. I can't wait to see that. Uh, I'm looking yeah, forward dude, to it. I, I think you'll enjoy it. I, I think so. I, I hope I'm, I'm, I'm the same as you. But. uh, well, we'll find out. Maybe, maybe on the next episode, I might might give a little quick review on your review. Oh, yeah. Maybe, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's, I know the uh, the true crime stuff is kind of hit and miss, or it it can be iffy. But the way the story is told and the way they approach it, it's so cinematic. Mm-hmm. I could just as easily have seen this in a movie theater. In fact, I think yeah. the way it was shot, it deserves to be on a big screen. And I kind of wish they would have given that. All these it, Fox it makes movies sense. are pretty much being dumped over on Hulu these days. But yeah, yeah whatever. It's a, it, at least they're being made and I, not being shelved. I get it. And yeah, and it's going to it's probably going to a broader audience that way. More people will probably mm-hmm. end up watching it because of it. They've been releasing it this way, but it it looked so good. It deserves to be on a big screen. Yeah, and and I'm happy that uh, you said it kind of keeps a good pace because with me, I I pictured it looked look. I mean, I haven't watched much of it, but I saw stills, uh, and it just looks like the type of movie that could be just a slow burn if they really wanted it to be. Yeah, so I'm happy it looks that. it looks like yeah, totally. Uh, I remember when I saw the trailer, I kind of had that re- initial reaction of just like, okay, it's, it's going to be like a slow burn thriller with some noir elements with, uh, you know, they're leaning really heavy into the stylization of the really looking at the time period, but not that at all. It was just boom, 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 boom. It, it's a steady, steady, huh. steady roll forward. Nice. Nice. Well, I'm I'm happy to see that, that, uh, that you enjoyed it. I uh I'll keep this train rolling here uh with yeah, a review yeah. for what uh, you got? I got I got the uh, six uh, uh 
sixth uh, installment of the, uh, the Scream franchise, Scream 6. You got a problem here, guy? the secret. There's a darkness inside of me. It followed me here. And it's gonna keep coming for us. We share a certain history. This isn't like any other ghost face. What is this place? A shrine. We've got to lure him in. We execute him. Hello. Let's play a game. You know you're like the tenth guy to try this, right? It never works out for the dipshit in the mask. Maybe. But there's never been one like me, Gale. <laughs> I'm something... different. That's why I'm gonna shoot you in the head. You want me. So let's finish this. Guys? Uh, this uh, picks up after Scream 5, of course. Except... Our characters all are surviving people who didn't die in the last movie, who's pretty much the, the whole group of the last movie, uh, has left Woodsboro and moved to New York City. And uh, guess what? People, Ghostface is back and he's in New York hunting them down this time. Slicing up uh, the Big Apple. <laughs> and it's interesting because there's more than one uh, Ghostface here. We start the movie with the Ghostface killing and then that ghost face gets killed by our current ghost face all within the first oh. 15, 20 minutes. So it's a nice little little thing here. And, uh, you know, it, it's interesting because we're seeing different people trying to move on from the events of being attacked by this serial killer in the last movie uh, in different ways. You got the older sister from the last movie. She's like kind of freaked out because she learned that her dad was the original ghost face and she kind of hallucinates and sees him. And uh, her younger sister, played by Jenna Ortega, uh, just wants to forget about him, live a regular uh, college life. And her friends do the same thing. And uh, but of course, they're all being attacked now. And uh, you're getting some original things here, which are interesting. You're, you're seeing what you'd expect uh, to happen, like 
they're actually re- reacting in like a in a in a in a way that you would like they're like let's run away from the ghost face again go inside this bodega full of people there's no way he'll come after us nope he goes in there and starts killing people to go after him uh i'm gonna kill people in a subway Jeez. like there's no stop in the ghost face killer here dennis he'll come after you he's even using a shotgun in this one at in a moment God. uh and ironically has- one of the victims ghost face killer <laughs> yes <laughs> only. oh my god um, I, I wish they that would, they would do something like that but uh yeah no there there's a there, this one it's it's very interesting they're uh they're paying homage to every single movie of the past like this uh there's kind of a, a ghost face shrine a museum the museum of ghost face put together all the suits and everything and weapons and all memorabilia from all these killings of all all the all the past uh murder sprees that are brought back to life in this and uh we're even getting uh characters who we probably never thought we'd see again with uh like hayden penetier she was in the fourth movie which was the worst out of the franchise in my opinion she's back in in a new way in this uh and uh, you're getting some new characters and uh, it's like you really don't know who 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 done it because a lot of people are being killed here. And uh, huh. I don't know, there's some twists. There's some turns. Uh, it's a it's a unique take on it. And uh, I enjoyed it. I, I'm a sap okay. for these movies. I don't know. It's uh, two hours and two minutes and I wanted more out of it. Jimmy. I want to like like I, I was along for this ride 100 percent. And uh, one one thing that really let me down uh, in the promos, they made it look like uh, Courtney Cox's character, Gail Weathers. They made it look like she has this big show in New York because you see billboards. And I'm like, oh, they're going to probably like show her in the studio getting attacked. Nah, man, it, it, that type of thing happens elsewhere. And it's like, well, that's a missed opportunity, in my opinion. But whatever. Oh, lame. Whatever. Uh, but overall, I really, really enjoyed Scream 6. I'm going to give it three slices of uh, toast. Uh, oh, wow. Definitely worth checking out. Uh, if, if, huh. you're, if you're a type of person who doesn't want to go to the movie to see it, I'm willing to bet in about two months this will probably be streaming on Paramount Plus because that's what happened with Scream oh, 5. Sure. So. The, but, uh, it's funny. Uh, Pluto was actually running a marathon of the first three or four. So I ended up huh. watching like half of the first one. If you like, I don't know, last week or something. Um, dude, I just can't do it. It's just the the fact that it's such this meta comment on uh, horror uh, horror movie tropes mm-hmm. and how yeah. it's like so self-aware. I just, it's just not for me. I've never been able to get myself hooked into this. Val loves it and she, mm-hmm. she likes the other ones. I'm not sure if she, how far caught up she is in the rest of them but i just yeah. i tried to watch it again because i think i want to say a couple years ago I, I tried reviewing at a movie test at the first one and it's just so i don't know it's the tone it's what yeah, I, I, I just it. it's just not for me unfortunately it's kind of a satire of it's interesting. The, it kind of became what shrek was shrek initially went out there to make uh, a spoof of fairy tales and, and genre of fairy tales and that's oh, kind of right. what we did and then it started taking itself way too seriously and way too meta i i, I get it that's what they did kind of here and it's uh, yeah it's not for everyone i'll give you that um but one thing it's that interesting though but it's like there's a lot of people that like it though so you true. know there wouldn't be six <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that's very true uh two two people in this movie uh, there's there's the one original killer who comes back in like meditative flashbacks. I, I I shot a movie with him two years ago. 
Still, that movie hasn't came out. When they announced that they were oh, about to Jesus. shoot this movie, one of the stars of this movie was in, in the movie I worked on last year. That movie still hasn't came out. So I've worked on two movies in the time that it took for oh them to God. shoot and edit and release this fucking movie. Smaller movies than this, <laughs> and they haven't been released. And I'm like, fuck you. Oh, fuck you. Damn. Uh, but that's life. Uh, so uh, moving on, so Dennis. You're saying there's a chance. <laughs> uh, I, I got another franchisee movie here. A movie that I was on the fence about, but I really loved the first movie. But when I saw the trailer for the sequel, I said, oh, boy, I'm in for a treat with Shazam Fury of the Gods. We will annihilate everything. Champions of this realm can do nothing to stop us. You are very menacing. I just want you to know that. A lot has changed in the last few years. The wizard gave me superpowers. And then everybody got superpowers. Started from the bottom, now we're here. All right, here's the situation. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. The daughters of Atlas are coming to hunt us. Children stole the power of the gods. You ripped it from our father's core. Okay, I feel like maybe I should be writing all this down. Give us the powers, child. Your world will not survive this. You want these powers? Come get them! Hey, Khaleesi! We have one job to do. Save the world. I don't know how we fight powers like this. I can't do this. Take my powers back. You gave them to me, so you can take them back, right? I spent millennia searching for a worthy champion. You know exactly what must be done. Billy, what are you doing? I have to do this. We end this now. Yeah, we do. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. That's right, Dennis. Shazam's back. And so is his whole family now. They're all fucking superheroes. All the little orphan kids are superheroes. I don't know if you saw the last movie, Dennis. Uh, I, I doubt you didn't. I, 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 I don't know. For the first Shazam, yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. God. All right. I saw the first so, yeah. Shazam and I saw Black Adam. That's it. That's okay. as deep into this corner of the universe as I, as I am. Well, Black Adam doesn't matter in this world, apparently. Um, <laughs> so this, this picks up. They're all a little bit older. And uh, at the end of the first movie, uh, our bad guy had like that little staff and Shazam breaks it in half and makes a joke. Well, this time we find out that that was really a powerful staff that protected our world from this world of angry gods. 
and the two angry gods were uh, are, are in here, played by Lucy Liu and Helen Marin, and uh, they end up the 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 barriers breaking down. So they they find the staff and they re resurrect it, and now they're coming to get uh, revenge on humans because apparently humans uh, destroyed their world or some bullshit like that. But they gotta stop. <laughs> yeah, they gotta stop the one. The who uh, the the chosen one, which is Billy Batson, uh, and uh, and pretty much they're after him and his whole family because they know they have the powers, and it's the whole family coming together and figuring out how to stop these forces of evil and work as a family, even when they don't have their superpowers at all the times. It's uh, it's over the top and silly. Uh, there's a little under the dome style action happening here because they engross the whole city that they live in under a dome. Uh, and then they're they're releasing their their main thing is they want to get this this seed to restore a uh, a tree that will bring peace and prosperity and beautiful bullshit back to their world. But they say Lucy Liu snap, <laughs> and she's like, "No, fuck them! I want revenge on the humans even more. Let's plant it in their world, and then it will destroy their world." And Helen Marin's like, "No, sister, we can't." And she gets killed. And 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 there's another sister who's like, "No, we shouldn't do it." And she's like, "Fuck you." And she plants it anyways. And now all these like evil demons are attacking. So that's where we're at. That that is where we're at. Where it's it seems like a clusterfuck of things happening here. Like it seems like a whole lot of whole lot of bullshit going on. Yeah, and it's I can tell by the way you've said the or some bullshit that many times. (laughs) I'm starting to think this ain't a four slicer. No, no, this I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. (laughs) I'm going to give it two and a half slices. Like I loved Shazam. Oh, the first one okay. I loved and I wanted to like this one more. And there's blatant prod- product placement. They stopped the movie and literally have almost a fucked up Skittles commercial. Uh, a fantastic scene. But just it's like, oh, wow, this is some great product placement right here. And just there's other moments God. where there's a lot of product placement. And it's like, ooh, wow. Right on the nose, people. Come on. Uh, but that's a bit much. I don't know. I I wanted a lot more out of this, and uh, frankly, didn't really get it out of this. Uh, but it seemed like everyone had fun doing it, so good for them. But uh, I think it's 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 one of those things where you know this is under the old guard of the old DC films, so there's probably not going to be much happening, although. The one of the post credit. There's two post credit scenes. One at the very end, and one like after the first set of like fun credits. And uh, let's just say there's some some TV some TV characters coming back to try to recruit Shazam for a uh, for a society of uh, justice. And uh, so there's some okay. Okay, might be back uh, two characters uh, who who were really fun, but it's like they felt like they were kind of forced in here. But uh, I don't know. So. Oh. Shazam Fury of the Gods it's out it uh it's it's underperforming <laughs> at the box office it's a movie <laughs> uh, I mean I will say I I enjoyed it I liked it a lot more than Black Adam and it's sad because I think it's the same yeah. writer it's the same director so I don't know what what happened here they they wanted to make it too big I think keep it simple I the first movie mm. felt simple it was contained it was fun this year you're going to uh, other other realms and I don't know I didn't need that Spider-Man 3 huh not that bad but yeah 
Okay. And, uh, okay. And then there is a uh, Justice League cameo in there, which is nice. So uh, yeah. Oh, oh nice. Okay. Yeah, uh, but I assume that's going to be on HBO Max in like a month or two as well, because that's yeah, like right. a 90 day window. All right, let's uh, not surprising, not surprising. Yeah. Tomorrow, though, Dennis, there's a new movie coming out. That's the fourth in a trilogy. And no, nay, a franchise, because trilogy is only three. Uh, and I oh, did go yeah. back and rewatch this trilogy before I went to see this fourth one. I'm talking John Wick Chapter 4, Dennis. This hit goes out to you, Mr. Wick. Woke up this morning. 42 regular, wasn't it? Yeah. And so it begins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Living in this time behind enemy lines, so I got mine. I hope you challenge you to single combat if you win you'll have your freedom and when i see you i'm gonna take what i want so amen yeah you ain't real hope y'all y'all feel the wrath of the many try many die if you want to walk get it bloody The only way John Wick will ever have freedom and peace is in death. Yeah, not really. Oh boy. What's what's Johnny so, uh, Boy up to? John is uh excommunicated still and uh somehow he's traveling the world. Uh and uh he uh there's a lot of fallout from his actions. Uh and unfortunately there's uh there's some bad guys who really don't like him and are doing everything they can to find, kind of fuck over everyone that John Wick knows and loves. Uh, and uh, that that that's the high table, I believe it's called, from all our other movies. Uh, and, and, and the leader of them is uh, Pennywise the Clown, Bill Saskard himself. Uh, and uh, our, our favorite place, the Continental, unfortunately has... Uh, there's there's an issue that happens there, even in their uh, Japanese uh, continental. So pretty much at this point, the last time we saw John Wick, I think there was like a 14 or 60 million dollar bounty on his head. And this Jesus. they go from that. And I think they end around like twenty six million dollars. But he realizes there's a way for him to get unexcommunicated. If he challenges, there's little uh, Bill and Ted, uh, two in here, I think uh, he has to challenge <laughs> Uh, Bill Saskard to a uh, to a tournament of of sorts, and if he does, he gets to be unexcommunicated. But leading up to that point, there's assassins left and right going after him, including one Donnie Yen playing a uh, blind bounty hunter who's an old friend oh. of his, and he's a badass. And the two of them have great chemistry together, and their fight scenes are fantastic. And uh, then there's another guy tracking him down who kind of is saving him along the way and could have killed him a few times. And I, 
he's like, oh, yeah, John, there's a bounty on your head. And he's like, yeah, how much how much is it at now? Uh, John Wick wants to know. And he's like, not enough for me to kill you. So he's kind of keeping him alive and killing other bounty hunters that are after him. <laughs> so, so the bounty goes up a little more. And uh, and then we we get our return of our, of our, our friends from the uh, old continental. Uh, Ian McShane and Lance Reddick, who unfortunately just passed away. And uh, there's oh, a yes. you know, oddly odd, odd timing. There's a there, there's there's quite the tribute for his character in this movie, which uh, unfortunately syncs up with real life. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne is back. Oh, man. Uh, and uh, another guy working for the high table who's neither a villain or 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 hero. Uh, our old buddy uh, Clancy Brown is in here and he's a pretty cool guy. Yeah. Uh, but oh man, so nice. we're we're globe trotting. We're we're in America. We're in New York for a little bit. We're in Japan for a little bit. We're in uh, Italy for a while. Uh, the 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 action is bonkers and over the top and just what you want out of a two hour and forty nine minute movie, man. Like it is Jesus. It oh man, it's it doesn't it, it just revs the throttle. And at this point, he's he's a cartoon character. He's hit by cars. He's thrown down like four hundred <laughs> steps, and he still gets up. He's he's living that life. It's it's fantastic. And you oh oh man, like oh, I, I I I'm excited. I can't wait to watch this one again, man. It was really fun and just action packed. And beautiful. The 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 the, the fights are choreog uh, chore choreography are great. The cinematography is great. The acting is fantastic. It's what you want out of a fourth movie. The end is a little debatable. It's open ended. They want you to feel feel one way about it, but I, I have strong feelings about the way it really, what's going to happen next. Uh, but I don't know. We'll mm. see. Mostly they're taking a break for a while, and uh, there's already already a, a prequel or another spinoff in this universe being done. So uh, it's reported that he's oh, coming sure. back from that. Uh, but uh, this, uh, it's just so fucking fun. I, 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 I really dug it. Um, <laughs> nice. I feel like I've said too much already. Oh, and, and we're in, we're in the desert for a while too. Uh, so we're all around uh, in Paris. I said, yeah, we're, we're just, it's, it's, it's great. Did I say Italy? I'm in Paris. Italy was the third movie. My apologies. Oh, um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm gonna give it three and a half slices of toast. It, it was a, it was a good time. Badass, dude. Yeah. Awesome, man. Fucking solid. I uh, I saw that in IMAX and uh, it looked pretty nice, like on a really really big screen and with like really big boomy audio, like you're saying. Something should. Be oh, seen. nice. Oh, hell yeah. Especially a movie like that. That's exactly how you want to watch it. Yeah, yeah. Um, this next movie comes out at the end of the month. Uh, but I saw it today. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. Good evening. Forget everything you think you know. What? Everyone is raving about Dungeons and Dragons. It's the kind of epic fun you've been waiting for. Protect it with your very life. I will. Hold this. None of us can say our lives gone the way we'd hoped. I did think you'd serve longer. We got an early release. Good behavior. Yeah, bathing good. It charms its way into your heart. Oh, God, I can kiss you. Try it. The most Chris Pine, a Chris Pine performance has been in a long time. Just because that sentence is symmetrical doesn't make it not nonsense. A crowd pleaser that actually pleases. It's a gift for every one of you. All right, take me down. This is absurdly high. It's not what we discussed. 
the best movie of the year. Anything you want to add? I'm good. Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, only in theaters, March 31st. So this is what uh, Hasbro is hoping to be, a new franchise. Even though we had other Dungeons and Dragons movies that kind of went straight to video back in the day, like the uh, Wayne's Brother here or there. But this this is done by uh, the guys that did uh, wrote and direct uh, Game Night, John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein. Uh, they wrote the uh, first uh, Spider-Man uh, Homecoming, like... Uh, these guys kind of know like geeky culture and humor and stuff. And uh, so this is an action adventure comedy, uh, primarily Chris Pine's character. He used to be like a noble kind of guy who, who didn't really make money, but like he had a content life. He had a wife, a daughter, a well newborn baby. And over time he kind of got jealous that he wasn't making money off what he did. And he stole from someone he shouldn't have stole from. Yeah, he got his wife killed. His daughter almost, be- well, kind of became an orphan uh, because he kind of became a bandit with a group of other magical creatures and stuff. And they went on a quest and uh, things went sideways and he went to prison. His daughter went with his his his, his friend from the group. Uh, and this whole movie is about him getting his daughter back because his friend from the group kind of backstabbed him and turned his daughter against him and is working for some really evil people. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm I'm not really giving a good summary here. Let, let me read the summary here on IMDb. A charming thief and a band of unlikely adventures embark on an epic quest to retrieve a lost relic. But things go drastically awry when they run a fool of the wrong people uh you know it's it's like there's a quest going on here and like they gotta achieve sure but, yeah and it's like it's like you would i guess what they expect from a D movie right yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and, the, and, and the cast is nice chris pine is the main guy he he doesn't really do much he's kind of kind of uh he's like i make plans and if the plans go wrong i'll remake them the uh the heavy here is uh, michelle rodriguez she really kicks ass uh jessa smith the I, I like to think of him as the son in the in, in detect, detect, yeah, Detective Pikachu. He's kind of our magic oh, guy. Yes. Uh, then there's uh, this uh, the shapeshifter played by this girl I've never seen before, uh, Sophia Lillis. Uh, she kind of shape shifts. Uh, there's uh, the guy from that. Uh, uh, what, what's that show that uh, fucking. Uh, not downtown abbey like the fucking uh, show that was on netflix with the, yeah 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 there's the the main <laughs> character from the uh, from the first season renee jean page he plays like this like guy who kind of helps oh, him a little bit. okay and one of their one of their main allies that turned his back was uh hugh grant who turned out to be a really shitty person uh so and then then you get cr- these interesting creatures and stuff oh and uh there's a really really cool uh cameo in there uh uh michelle rodriguez's ex uh boyfriend you meet is uh played by someone who i'm like oh shit is that him uh, wow i didn't think he'd be in this movie but uh i don't know just watching these people together like it's kind of taking these ragtag take people they're not all the best at what they do but eh, they make ends meet and it's about them working together as a team and it's funny it has interesting things but does it hit the mark where i think it's supposed to hit not 100 percent it's a little predictable, Oof. yeah. But it's a fun time, and it's 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 interesting to watch. Okay, it's, 
and it's nice to see uh, Chris Pine doing not just all your heavy lifting on um, the stereotypical hero kind of thing. Uh, it's nice watching him do the comedy like you see him do a Steve Rogers or whatever the character's name in Wonder Woman. And Michelle Rodriguez. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just like nice. he's a little more helpless than being the one to pull everyone else out. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's 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 a fun little movie. I hope they do. I mean, I could see them doing more, but I don't know. We'll just have to give it a little bit of time until it comes out. I'm going to give Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. I'm going to give it two and a half slices of toast. Like, it's neither right, fantastic, right. not terrible. It's the run of your mill action adventure. I don't know. Like, any Dungeons and Dragons campaign can go one way or the other. I've played. I, I had a group for a while. Uh, I don't know. I, I know it's not for everyone, but I will say, out of this, uh, the screenings they uh, they had, my screening, you could tell the uh, the players are coming out for this one because, like, you could tell these oh, nice. guys are all in groups. So hopefully that drives their market force and gets people into the theater. Well, cool. Yeah. There you go. Aiming for a specific group like that is pretty cool. And I, I've, I haven't played true D&D, but I've played other offshoot games with the same game system. So I, I appreciate them considering that audience. You know, it's like yeah. it, it requires a, a pretty rich imagination. You being rather creative to play the game. Uh, but it's not complex. Like it should be. It's always a, it's a fun experience. You're all going on this yeah. journey together. So it's, it sounds like that's kind of kind of where they're aiming but yeah, yeah for, for, for the maybe, most part yeah for, I, yeah I think it does it does justice what they want it to do uh which is okay. nice and and like i said there's some good humor in there which which is i i'm always a fan of nice, humor. nice. it doesn't take itself too seriously and too over dramatic and dark even though there are dark elements and whatnot happening in it so yeah sure so i'd be intrigued to see how this fares when it, when it fully comes out nice yeah as do i yeah. Well, so, dude, I think that about gets us to the the end of the the end of the line here. That's I, a mighty mighty good spread of reviews, though. I like we've got like from one to three and a half across yeah. multiple films too. So, and all nice, pretty uh, much uh, released within a week or two ago to uh, to to the end of the month. So we got we got some newbies. Hell yeah. Hopefully uh, we've inspired some of you folks to go check something out you haven't seen yet. Maybe we said something you uh, totally agree with or wildly disagree. We don't know. The only way you can no. tell us is if you come on over to one of our social media platforms. Mm -hmm. uh, you can find us at movie underscore toast on the Twitter, the Facebook, and maybe some Instagram action. I don't know. Uh, maybe if you want to come check out our YouTube, you can see some of the videos we have posted from back in the day up until now this is also the place where you get to see a certain film festival yeah to, to get all our stuff if you want to find us all i mean you could search movie underscore toast or movie toast news and reviews but the the main shoot to get every single thing that we're a part of go to movietoast.com and we're right there everything you need you can find the links but uh yeah filmfreeway.com backslash movie toast the festival or search movie toast the festival if you got a short film we want to watch it we've already gotten we just started submissions like two three weeks ago and we've already gotten a handful of uh pretty sweet shit and uh we're taking uh, submissions i think until i want to say august and the big show's happening in december so if you got some stuff we'd love to see it we want you to be a part of our 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 community we want you to be 
we don't want to just talk about Hollywood movies here. We want to talk about your movies. All right. So don't be shy. Absolutely. That's yeah. right. It's your guys' passion projects. These are the things that shine. These are the places where the next generations of filmmakers can be found. We, we may not be the ones to discover you, but we can grow your audience of those who have seen your work, seen the films that you've been passionate about. We've already had uh, two very fun, successful years, and we're, I'm very much looking forward to see who's going to be the winner this year. And let me tell you, if you think, oh, wow, yeah, this is just a dumb little thing, maybe, but it's a cheap, fun, affordable, good time. And we have we have comeback customers. We have this one group of filmmakers turned into a movie each three years, different styles of filmmaking, different genres, all unique and different and interesting. Like, that's how it is. Like, it's not just one hacks. It's not people coming and leaving. Like, we got some good reviews. Yep. There's some reviews of the festival on the site that we have nothing to do with. And people people like Absolutely. it, it seems like. I like it. We lose money doing it, but it's a blast. It's fun. We have fun. And people are, we, uh, we've we always got feedback of saying uh, they appreciate another opportunity to get their work shared. And it's not just a fly by night. We just watch it and move along. We actually talk about the films too. And I hope even if you don't submit, at least come check out the show. Uh, as mm-hmm. mentioned before, we do, we live stream it on YouTube. So that way you can sit right there at home to check it out. And, uh, We'll probably be toward, you know, at the end of the year in December again. You'll just have to keep your ear to the ground to get the final date on when we're actually airing it. But it, it's it's a coming. It, we're yeah. doing it again. Hell yeah. Let us know, honestly, your take. What works, what doesn't work, what you want to see, what you don't want to hear about our show. Can you please leave an honest review of our podcast over an Apple podcast, please? Or wherever you get this, yes. but the best place is Apple Podcasts. We love to hear what you think. We want to improve the show. We want to make it as good as we can for you, the audience. Absolutely. So please do that. But if you don't want to do that or any of that stuff, I don't know what to tell you. I got something to tell you. Oh yeah, folks. Why don't you just go ahead and stay toasted? <laughs>